the most precious thing you can have in this line of work is your momentum and your confidence. And when your confidence goes, you start second guessing everything you're doing. You don't take the trades that you planned on taking that you studied for. And then you end up reacting emotionally and taking the ones that someone else recommended or the ones that make you feel like you have to catch the move and you don't want to miss out on it. And you kind of unravel from there. So there's a lot of things you can do to prevent this. When you are doing decently well and you're hitting some singles and doubles or maybe even better than that, or when the market's busy and everyone is making more money, which happens when the market gets volatile, creates tons of opportunities. I always like to say that when it's busy, great traders make a lot of money, average traders make a good living, and not so good traders are able to stay in the business. When the market gets tough, it flips where only good traders are able to stay in the business and everyone else gets flushed out. So it, uh, you know, the rising tide does lift all boats. But when you're aware of all these cycles and you've seen them enough times, you kind of know where where you stand on that and what your skill level is and your learning curve and things like that. And you're able to really focus on your momentum, which is everything. There's nothing more precious than your momentum. So an example of preserving that would be you're having a good day or a good period and you find yourself with an extraordinarily large position and another good day going. Well, at that point, maybe it's worth getting out or cutting down just because preserving your momentum is more important than hitting that extra base hit on a day that's already going well. So when I was trading during the day a lot, this would mean that there's maybe there's some big events or some volatility that would provide opportunity. And let's say I did well during it and then that passes and the days get a little slower and then I continue to do well. And then it becomes later in the day and it slows down and I'm still trading large, trying to press for more. That's exactly the time when I'm going to give it back and start to struggle. There's this phenomenon that you can trade every price you think you can when you're doing well. Like You see everything. You can be short, you can be long, and nothing's going to stop you, and you're able to see things way better. And that it feels that way because you're having success. It's like a sport. You know, you're hitting, you're making contact with the ball every time. Every shot you take is going in. It's, you're in a zone. But what happens is you start to, you start to, you don't discriminate between good opportunities and so so ones. Your risk reward breaks down and you start taking everything. And then eventually you get sloppy. You start giving back some of those days. Instead of having them be pretty good, they were average. All of a sudden you're losing. And then, Maybe you get hit really hard. And at this point, when you get hit really hard after a good run, you're, you're probably going to write it off mentally and say, well, you know, I've had a good run, so it's not such a big deal that I got hit hard. What's funny about that is six months later when you're really struggling or six days later, whatever, you start taking the small losers psychologically a lot harder than you took the big one at the top that cost you 10 times as much. So it's like we're wired to not care about the biggest loser after a hot streak because we feel good about ourselves, but that's exactly the time when we're most dangerous to ourselves and we need to be focused the most. And then when you're beaten down, every little loser, no matter how small it is, feels like the end of the world because financially it's not as bad. Hopefully you've cut your size at this point, but psychologically, emotionally, it feels horrible. Whereas at the top, financially it's worse, but psychologically and emotionally, it's not as bad because you're riding the high. So it's training yourself to recognize these traps. Just because you feel better up there doesn't mean it's okay to lose 10 times more money because you were trading well. So moving your size up just because you've had a winning streak doesn't make a lot of sense because you probably had that winning streak because the market was busy and you started to trade well, which is great. But then be able to size down and manage your risk when it's slower and keep that money. Well, that's 
that's part of the skill of being a good trader. And that it just, just because things are going well doesn't mean it's, you've gotten that much better. A lot of it is the market environment and you're just managing it properly. That's your job is to take advantage of the opportunity when it comes, trade a little bigger maybe when you're seeing it right, and then step it down when things get confusing. So I guess my point here is that that momentum is everything to you. And when you lose your confidence, second guessing happens and you can't act on your plan. And that brings me to the last thing, which is your trading size in all of this. So your trading size, in my experience, my trading size, when I'm trading too big because I really like something or I've had a good run, I'm most apt to get shaken out and I freeze. And I don't, I've said this before on other recordings that you don't act quickly and swiftly because there's too much that's gone into getting big. Either you're so smart, you've had a good run, or you've studied this so much and you don't act right. When you're really small, you don't really care, so you get sloppy. But when you're in that medium size area with your with your sizing, that's when you're that's when I've had the most success. I've always had my biggest winners and my best runs because I'm able to act aggressively to get out and see things clear in a clear headed way. But it still means a lot to me financially, so everything kind of clicks. And when I get really big, or you know, when you're adding to your position, which I will do from time to time, but it, it just doesn't tend to work out as well. So. That's something I've figured out through tons of trial and error. I urge you to do the same thing. You have to go through these cycles, but once you go through them a few times, you figure out where you're prone to having a mistake. If you're getting overconfident or... Cause I, I can get in my head, I get really excited. I'm doing great. Let's trade bigger. And then the fall happens. And I had to learn how to iron out these boom and bust cycles and start to be more consistent. So when I trip and fell, it was only a small drawdown and not a disaster. And... It's funny that you 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 kind of master this, and then a year or two later you fall into it again. So you're always learning, but that's that's what I'm focused on right now, and I think that's probably one of the most important lessons.